Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, you'll learn about a breakthrough in transplanting organs from one species to another, a study on the lightning-quick perception of soccer goalies, and the importance of clean snow in the battle against climate change. Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. Researchers have announced that a monkey with a transplanted kidney has lived for over two years. Okay, that's great. But isn't the kidney transplant survival rate usually a bit higher than that? Did I forget to mention that this was a pig's kidney? You, you did not mention that. That does change everything. <laughs> Let me get this straight. They put a pig's kidney in a monkey and it worked? That is absolutely correct. And this represents a potential breakthrough of massive proportions. So let's talk a little bit about transplants. There has been a ton of studies done on new transplant techniques in the past few years, especially since the gene editing tech CRISPR has been added to the toolbox. I know there's a huge problem with the way we currently do transplants, right? No, there are many huge problems with the current transplant system, but the first and foremost is the availability of organs for transplant. We've talked on the show before about methods for preserving organs so that they can remain viable for longer, but the fact is, getting organs is really, really difficult. By some estimates, there are over 100,000 Americans on the waiting list for organs, with another person added to the list every nine or so minutes. Oh, that's a lot of people. It, it kind of is, and the wait can be excruciating. Some numbers suggest around 17 people die every day waiting for life-saving organs. And most of the people waiting for organs are waiting for kidneys. Aha! So the monkey that survived for two years with a pig kidney could be a game changer. All right, how do they do it? Um, I'm going to preface this by saying it wasn't easy. So transplant recipients already have to take medications, often for the rest of their lives, so that their bodies don't reject the donor organs. If you think about it, the body views someone else's kidney or heart as a foreign body and can try to kill it. So imagine what the body thinks when an organ from another species is installed. I would guess the rejection rate would be pretty high. Yeah, basically it's 100%. Mm, so it just hasn't been possible at all. Well, okay, so that's not entirely accurate. In fact, in previous studies, scientists used gene-editing organs to reduce the risk of rejection. CRISPR! <laughs> yeah, exactly. But success rates have been pretty low, honestly. When kidneys from Yucatan miniature pigs were edited using CRISPR to prevent rejection and remove some of the usual pig viruses that might get in the way of healthy functioning, the monkeys they transplanted into lived for about 24 days. Okay, it might not be worth going through such a major surgery to... Only by a few more weeks, right? Yeah, no. And human trials can only begin after animal trials show at least 12 months survival. Okay, so they used CRISPR and only got 24 days. How did they get it to over two years? So that's back to the CRISPR drawing board. Scientists made the previous edits and then added seven human genes that helped to reduce clotting and prevent inflammation. The monkey's survival extended to 176 days, and one monkey that got additional immunosuppressive treatment lasted a whopping 758 days. 
Wow, so that is great news about the monkeys, but what about humans? Can pig kidneys work in us? Researchers use these Yucatan miniature pigs because their kidneys are actually about the same size as ours, and that makes them think that humans could actually see better outcomes from this treatment. All right, so what's next? They are hoping that this study will pave the way for human trials, and once that happens, you'll hear about it right here. A new study suggests that soccer goalies might have their heads screwed on just a little differently than other folks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can you imagine staring down the barrel of, like, a sprinting Messi knowing that you're the only thing between him and the back of the net? Right. I mean, I'm not sure I'd want to take a serve on the tennis court from Djokovic or stand at the home plate while really any major league pitcher wound <laughs> up for the pitch. But you're totally right. Goalies are a special breed. And that's what makes this study so interesting. Researchers want to see if soccer goalkeepers are better than other players and, and other humans in general at using their eyes and ears together to make quick decisions during a game. Okay, you'll have to explain that to me. What do you mean using their eyes and ears together? It is a good question. The idea is that goalies have to make split-second decisions based on a ton of sensory information, right? So the question the researchers wanted to answer is, are goalies better at using all of their senses at once in order to react to rapidly changing situations? Oh, okay, I see. I can imagine a goalie seeing what's happening, but I never thought about them hearing it, too. Right? And to us uh, mere mortals, if we're trying to focus on what we're seeing, but a noise keeps creeping in, we could get distracted. Our ability to focus on only the relevant details will make us better at stopping the ball from getting past us. So, okay, how do you figure out what they're focusing on? Like, how did the study work? They got three groups of people for the study. Pro goalies, pro soccer players who weren't goalies, and just like normal non-soccer playing people. <sighs> Happy to be in the baseline, my friend. Aw, yeah. <laughs> so they played this sort of game where the participants had to say if they saw one flash or two on a screen while at the same time beeping sounds were going off. They had to count the flashes and the beeps, even though they were designed to trick the senses. That sounds like a very distracting disco party or like a rave. So how did the goalies perform compared to everyone else? Turns out the goalies were better at not getting tricked by the beeps and the flashes. They could tell the difference between the sounds and the sights even when they were super close together. They also weren't as easily fooled as the others into thinking the beeps and the flashes were connected when they actually weren't. Okay, so what does that mean? Well, it might mean that they're used to focusing on one thing at a time, like either just watching the ball or just listening to it, and also connecting the dots, like, oh, if the ball goes behind someone and they can't see it, then they switch to hearing mode for clues, and they can do it with lightning speed. Wow, okay, so some people are just built to be goalies. Maybe. It's possible that people who are already good at using their eyes and their ears together in this special way are attracted to that position. But it might also be that just being a goalie makes you better at this multisensory perception because of all the practice. I guess that's one cool thing about this study. I mean, understanding how effective goalies perceive the world can help them train to be even better. Absolutely. And it can help train for other jobs where people have to make quick decisions based on a bunch of different information coming at them all at once. Ooh, yeah, like a science podcaster. Yeah, um, <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Tibetan Plateau is a massive region high above sea level in Asia, and it's one of the biggest snow-covered areas in the Northern Hemisphere. Some people even call it the third pole because of how much ice and snow is packed into the region. And it's that ice and snow that makes this area incredibly important to literally billions of people. Mm, because people need water. Oh, that's one reason for sure. It's sort of like a giant water tower. Every spring and summer, the ice melt and runoff supplies around 20% of the entire world's population with fresh drinking water. But not only that, ice pack like this plays a truly critical role in regulating our climate. I know it's not just about the cold either, right? Like ice reflects heat back into space. Exactly. That reflection helps keep temps normal and the heat and cold circulating like usual. So, the bad news. Ooh, I think I know what you're going to say. The ice pack is melting. Yep, and it's not just because of warming temperatures. There are these things called light-absorbing particles, or LAPs, that can get in the snow and ice and make it melt faster. Um, What are some examples of these LAPs? I mean, it's pretty common stuff. Dirt and dust, black carbon from the burning of fossil fuels, that kind of thing. Anybody who lives in a place with a snowy winter has seen big piles of snow in a parking lot just covered in black dirt, right? Well, that dirt and grime holds heat, which makes the snow melt. Okay, so it's not just heat we have to worry about. Fantastic. Burning fossil fuels causes climate change and makes the snow melt faster, which in turn causes more climate change. (laughs) Okay, but we don't have to panic just yet. I do have a little bit of good news. As we begin the major shift from fossil fuels to renewable energy, a new study is projecting a significant reduction in the black carbon that's making our snowpack melt so fast. So we will have cleaner snow? That is the idea. And cleaner snow means less premature melting. And less premature melting means... More stable water supplies. Exactly. And it also spells out a reduced impact of snow melt on climate change in general. Even though the warming climate will still increase all that melting, the decrease in carbon pollution could offset the loss of snowpack by over 52%. That's if we hit most of our sustainability goals anyway. We talk a lot about these newly discovered variables in the processes that drive our climate. Everything from fungus in the Arctic to coal dust on the snow. It's incredible to think how complex this whole system is. And that's what makes this new study so essential. The better we understand the mechanisms that shape our climate and lead to climate change, the better we can be prepared for the world we're creating. And with some hard work and a little luck, the better we'll be able to solve the problems before they come up. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. A groundbreaking leap in organ transplantation has been achieved as a monkey thrives for over two years with a genetically modified pig kidney, signaling a beacon of hope for addressing the critical shortage of human donors. This pioneering work utilized CRISPR technology and may soon transform the landscape of life-saving transplants, paving the way for human clinical trials. Soccer goalkeepers show a unique ability to fine-tune their senses, outperforming outfield players and non-athletes in distinguishing rapid visual and auditory cues, suggesting that the high stakes of guarding the goal might sharpen sensory skills. So is this skill innate or honed through the demands of their position on the field? Maybe both. A new study suggests that future reductions in black carbon pollution could lead to cleaner snow, helping to stop the rapid snowmelt caused by climate change and safeguarding vital water supplies for billions of people. This study shows how important sustainable development is in battling global warming and preserving the Earth's precious snowpacks. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. 